Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. And Hello, folks. We are in the 1st of August, which means that we are starting this... The trans- craziness of August. Can I say that? <laughs> yes, well, no, what were you going to say? Well, I was in this transition. You yeah. know, in June, school's out. Everything's great. <laughs> We've got summer and we're going on vacation. We've got months yeah, ahead of yes, us to play, then, play, play, play. And July, it's getting hotter. You and then know, there's but, the 4th of July, yeah. big parties, But you fireworks. also kind of start to transition. You start thinking July. Okay, here it comes. I know. Here it we're comes. about to hit here the middle. Yeah. And then the middle goes yeah. downhill into the August, school year. Yes. And so... <laughs> There, uh, so we're going to talk today about the transition in the month of August because... Susan, and how to just, make it your best transition. Right, right. I just, for so many years, I dreaded August. I mean, I dreaded the heat of August. I dreaded the to-do list of August and the, all the different things that needed to happen and purchased and, and the different directions that we all started to go in August. I just, I would just dread it. I had a bad attitude, I confess. <laughs> well, and then I actually have two kids with their month. Birthday's in August too. And we try to make birthdays a big deal anyway. Well, and... Really just, you you know, list out, we were talking about this beforehand, all the things that need to be done in August. I mean, haircuts, school supplies, you're getting physicals for sports. Sports, and if uh, you haven't been to the dentist, and everybody usually needs a new pair of tennis shoes, and for some reason they've grown all summer, so they sh- their clothes don't fit anymore, and... It just, it goes on and on and on and the on. The school, whatever, you got to get the school lunch account set up and you got to get, oh, yes. yeah, I mean, all the paperwork, you got to get them enrolled and you've got to, yeah, oh, you gotta, they all gotta, the things. You got to go over their classes they're going to be going to and it's just. And buy summer reading if you haven't done that yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which we, so, we haven't. <laughs> yeah. So all in, in August, there's just like this feeling of, okay, it's coming. School is coming, summer, and then summer's over, and so you're just dealing with a lot of of, uh, logistics, for one, dealing with some emotions, for one. Oh, yeah, that's good to uh, acknowledge that. Dealing with the heat of the summer, if you're in Texas, for one, or wherever you are, and um, so how do you make August an effective transition? How do you start school well? Whatever Mm -hmm. age kids you have, uh, how do you start school well? In the coming weeks, we're going to be talking to some of our kids about it. And so, but um, but right now, we just want to talk about how you make uh, transitions go well. And so... Um, well, to start off with, just um, at Mamas, we can't be crazy. I mean, I, I found and I realized and I saw that when I was out of control crazy, then it would, became a stressful situation for my kids. And not... I mean, there is an excitement that is built in our kids to start a new year, to have a new teacher, to have a new set of classes. But if we come at it as the leader, you know, of our kids and our family, and we're all stressed out, then they pick up on that too. And so one of the things that I learned 
learned is that God's faithful. He's not going to give us more than we can't handle. And that, you know, it says, do not worry about today for today has enough worries of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. Yeah. Do not worry about tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Don't worry about today either, (laughs) but don't worry about tomorrow. Um, because today's got enough. And when I, when I started living that and realizing, okay, this is what I can get done today. I can get these three, you know, that can get the kid to get the physical. I can get some school supplies and I can get another kid to get a pair of tennis shoes. You know, as soon as I started doing that and then tomorrow, and it was always, I was always so surprised when I looked up and there would be days in there that we could still go to the pool Mm -hmm. and we could still have summer. It didn't, it wasn't all consuming all day, every day. Well, one of the ways I think you did that was to start early. And so there's, you know, what happens is, is that we tend to um, think, you know, the last week of school and all of a sudden there is about four weeks worth of stuff we got to put in the last week. Right. Well, start earlier. You know, yeah, just, no, so like this year I got the boys haircuts in July and we ordered them tennis shoes in July. And so we already went ahead and got that done so that when August hit, that was two less things to do. On how the... long does a haircut last? <laughs> <laughs> well, my boys go short and then long, short and then long. It's a beautiful yeah. training that so I've got I, for them. Every... So they can, I mean, Don gets you, you get your haircut what, once a week. No, <laughs> <laughs> some people do. Mine's about every four or five weeks. I was thinking if you got it cut in the middle of July, I would already need one. No, but they, August. no, but, they, yeah. they are way. Just yeah. once a year for our boys. <laughs> Twice a year. <laughs> Spring and fall. <laughs> um, so uh, you got to save money when you've got you a lot got, of kids. You got you got to do your own things, parents. If your kids get their hair cut more than twice a year, you may want to put that towards the end of the to-do list. And maybe the shoes will be at the first because their feet won't grow as long as their hair yeah. um, or as much as their hair will. Um, but just think about starting early and, and, um, and like Suzanne's saying, the way. more stressed you are, the more stressed your kids will be. Realize, too, your kids are going through their own fears of starting a new grade, potentially. Maybe they're, maybe they're going into first grade. Maybe they're going into kindergarten. Maybe they're going into a new school. Maybe, they're mm-hmm. going, maybe you've moved. Uh, you know, it could be that they're going into from third to fourth grade, and it's the same people. But, you know, they're going to have a new teacher. They're going to have new teachers. So, you know, realize they're a little bit anxious about that, too. How, tell parents, Suzanne, like, how do you process with your younger kids, let's say, about starting the new school year? Yeah, and so with that, I want to just start out by saying that um, transitions are tricky. I mean, they're hard. I think even for adults, they're hard. And so understand that for your child, that a transition from going from being at home for summer to being in a classroom all day, that that is a, a shift in our little brain that we have to do. And so how we help our kids do that is we talk about it, you know, and we and we are excited about it. And you're going to learn so much in the first grade. I'm so excited. I loved the first grade. My teacher was Mrs. Brown and she, you know, when I sat on the front row and I learned to draw my letters, you're going to learn how to draw your letters. And so start building that up, building that anticipation. We do that for our vacations. We're going to Disney world and we talk about it or we're going to the pool. You know, we, we do that. And so do that for school as well. You're going to love, Oh, we're going to pack a lunchbox. And that's one of the things I would do with my kids is we would um, pick out something special for them, whether it was a lunchbox or maybe it was 
as a bow for their hair or a new t-shirt if they were a little boy and they wanted a football on their t-shirt and we would pick or, out or a certain notebook where they were oh, going to definitely carry a school, school supplies. supply we definitely picked yeah. out school supplies just so that they would have something that r- reminded them of home that they felt loved that a memory was attached to one of the things that we I would do is I would take each kid school shopping and so we would make a special memory of it and that's when I would um do say all these things to them oh my goodness you're gonna love this yes you should totally get the red notebook for math because red's a power color and you you know math (laughs) and so I would just kind of infuse truth connected to the things so that when they were in school and they started feeling homesick or lonely and they would see the things then they would be reminded okay it's a power color I can do this well because you know you you think about your your younger kids especially deal with that transition of going from home into being away from home every day. That's hard. And so how, how are you going to, you know, how are you going to deal with that? Well, those are some great ways to do it. It may be, you know, as they get older, they may be easier, but now they're dealing with, okay, I'm going from having one teacher to having multiple teachers. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to do about that? What are we going to do to talk? And what Suzanne's saying is that you're in anticipating what they're going to go through because guess what parents we've been through it before and and seeing the road ahead of them so they're not surprised by it and then doing it in an encouraging way i mean let's contrast that with what's happening with some parents where oh my goodness we didn't get this one teacher that we wanted and so therefore life is going to be terrible this year and it might be because a difference in teacher could make a big difference i mean we've definitely had years in grade school where they had great teachers and we've had years where they didn't have but but so even with that right there i would always tell my kids the teacher you get is the exact teacher right. that god designed and created yeah. and handpicked for you yeah but mom she's the worst teacher ever she might have been the worst teacher ever but not for you right because okay so you but she's terrible at math she doesn't know math at all okay that's great but you know what i believe god's going to teach you patience he's going to teach you endurance he's going to teach you perseverance and so that's a great point to bring up is that there i I remember being disappointed in elementary school and not getting the, te- I remember getting the mean teacher in third grade, Mrs. Dobson. She was so mean. And you want to know what? At the end of that school year, I decided I wanted to be a school teacher. I was so inspired by her and I loved her more than any other teacher. And I was terrified of her at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And so you just never know what God's going to do. I and mean, he's got a plan and a purpose. We have to believe that and we have to share it with our but, kids. But it, and, and I just think it's so cool that uh, you're talking about how to be encouraged because you know even with oh my goodness can you believe school's about to start oh you <laughs> yeah, know oh my goodness this is terrible <laughs> oh, I would come you into know, August with such a bad attitude yeah. <laughs> conviction whoa it's me you know and what are your kids are gonna do I mean but some moms might be celebrating whoa putting the kids back in school this yeah. is great yes I, I feel that for you as well moms <laughs> yeah so uh, but just bring it encouragement so we've talked about a couple of things one is starting early just kind of thinking about putting things in in motion earlier right. so that you cannot be as stressed and kind of, uh, but also just being encouraging. Hey, this is a great, you know, encouraging their transition. You can do this. It's going to be great. It's a great time to inspire your kids. God has picked you out, especially to be in fourth grade at this elementary school. And just think about, you're going to make so many new friends or whatever it's going to be. The more you bring energy and life to your kids and to the situation, 
the more they're going to be wanting it too. And a super practical thing to do along with that is if the school allows it, which I'm assuming that they will, I don't know with COVID stuff what's happening out there right now, but if the Zoom allows it, if the school allows it, then get on campus, go to the classroom and you might not know which classroom is their classroom yet. I know that there is a back to school, meet the teacher, make that a priority, make that happen. It's so helpful for your kids to be able to go in first before that first day of school. But if you can't make it happen, then go early that first first day of school and let them get the lay of the land and let them get comfortable and once again infuse them with all of that that confidence you've got this you can do this this is amazing God's with you and so go you know ahead of time if they're playing a sport then go look at the basketball court or go look at the football field and and let them just be there there's something about when the unknown becomes known it's not as scary anymore and so if your elementary kids can walk down the hallway that they know that they're going to be in then it's not quite as scary anymore right that's good um so when kids start complaining and they start to do the inevitable whining and stuff that's happening because school's starting. Um, how do we handle that? How do we handle um, helping our kids with their own attitude issues, if you will? Yeah. And so there's a real fine line there because there's definitely a part of us that we want to just say, oh my gosh, shut up already. <laughs> but that's not at all what we need to do. So the fine line is that we need to listen to what's being said in between the words. What's being said in between the complaints? Is it fear? Is it um, doubt? Is it um, insecurity? Is it lack of confidence? What is it that's making them complain about it? Um, and if you can get to the core of that, then I encourage you to speak to that. You know, so if it's fear, then you just say, you know what, God, perfect love casts out fear. Did you know your teacher's going to love you? She's been praying for you all year. And, you're, and God's created you, and so you give them purpose. God's created you to go in and be friends with everybody in the classroom. So find out what the core issue is. If it's insecurity, then alleviate that. What is it that you're insecure about? Well, I, don't, I, don't, I can't write my name very clearly. Okay, well, I know what we can do the next few days. We can practice writing our name. And so remove those things that are behind the complaints. Okay, if you don't want to be a detective and try to figure that out, then just ask them, <laughs> why, what's the problem? Why, why are you complaining? Why do you not want to go to school? What, what, are you, what is it that you don't want to do here? And then I think another way to do that as well, I think that's a great, um, it's great to ask those questions. And also to, let's just talk about expectations. Let's talk about what our expectations are for the year. Okay, here's your classes you're going to have. You know, I expect you to make, at least bees and everything, or, you know, here's what we're going to do. And I expect you to do, let's look at, um, you know, the, the way we're going to do our assignments and how things, you know, remember we get this iPad this year and this is how we're going to do this. And, uh, you know, just coaching them. I think so often we, we set these huge, uh, the kids maybe don't know their expectations or they have, um, they think they're going to fail in some way and just, but we need to coach them without, being helicopter parents, you know, how are we going to empower our kids to, uh, to make it on their own this school year, you know, and the older the kid is, the more they need to be doing, well, how are we going to teach them independence? Mm -hmm. You know, how are we going to bring about self-control in their lives this year? Um, I love to just, to, to just talk about that. What do you think this year, you know, so often we would get our family together and we'd say, because 
I think realize parents that most parents, we don't operate on calendar years as much as we operate on school years because we, we start in the fall and then we go through the school year and then we have fun in the summer right. and then we ramp it back up again. Well, it's a great time to get the family together and go, man, what do you think this year looks like for mm-hmm. you? You know, well, I want to be a great, I want to be, I want to make the A team in basketball. Awesome, man. What are we going to do to make that happen? You know, what do we got to do? Let's, we need to get some uh, skills, skill sessions going or whatever. Or I want to, uh, I want to be first chair in the band and, and the trumpet. Okay, great. You're going to need, how are you going to make that happen? Well, I'm going to practice, you know, every day to make that happen. That's awesome. That's a great idea. It, you know, can I make this suggestion or whatever? Um, and you start to go through those things with them and start to cast vision in their lives. Yeah, and I love that. That's what I was going to say with that is that when you do that, then it's it's not a blank slate as they go into school and it's not a whole bunch of unknowns and they and it's not a whole bunch of, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. When you lay it out like Don's saying with these ideals, these dreams, these visions, these, I mean, even expectations, sometimes we have expectations, a bad word, but reality is when it's, spoken when it's talked about it's not a bad word at all it's a great relational connection and so take that time as you do that what you're doing is you're paving the way from this unknown world that they're going into and you're actually giving them stepping stones in the world to go okay i'm going to try hard at this and i'm going to do this and i'm going to practice this and now they have things to do if you will yeah who do you think your friends are going to be what do you think church involvement looks like you know just you know maybe for a a middle school or high school kid uh, how are you going to be involved in youth group this year what do you think your schedule is going to be like Uh, just again i love what suzanne says that you're making the unknown known you don't have to know everything but you're giving them this sense of security and peace that Oh yeah, I got this. This doesn't, this isn't so hard. That sounds familiar. I've done this. Yes. And and then you can walk in and you let them dream a little bit and you, and they start thinking, wow, this is going to be a fun year. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, because many kids are, I mean, most kids love summer and, and are dreading the school year starting in some ways, but they're not dreading. Yeah. But they're not dreading being with their friends. They're not dreading, you know, recess. Yeah. (laughs) Highlight of the day. It's never long enough. Like uh, right now, McCade's looking forward to football and he's looking forward to seeing how he's going to do with, with, with everybody. So they are looking forward to some things, latch onto those things. Hey, what are you looking forward to? And so, and, and you can do this and you know, it's good. I think it's good to be, it's a great time to, I think August is a great time to inspire your kids. Mm-hmm. It's and a, that's a that's a great to look at it. Instead of it being a whirlwind of things to do, look at it as an opportunity to inspire them with the with through the to do list, with the things you have to buy, with the appointments that you do. You get to spend this time with them and to inspire them for it's their future. I mean, it's yeah. with it's their it's their job. It's what they're going to do. It's where they're going to spend their time. And we get the um, unique um, place in their lives. To to get to build them up and encourage them as they step into this new season of their lives. So when do you do these things? Well, as you're going to get a haircut with them. Oh yeah. You know, as you're going to buy that. And it's the best haircut ever, mom and dad. Just you just need to say that after. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. It's the best hair, even if it's not. It looks so good. (laughs) Remember that one time you went to school and it was crooked. Oh gosh, yes. (laughs) Uh, It was during the school year, and uh, so I mean, just realize that what happened was I came home and and the the barber had cut one ear much lower than the other one, and I looked at and I just 
I did not want to go to school. So, I mean, just realize the little things like that can really, their appearance, um, you know, when you're critical of things, oh, you know, even weight or, you know, or you're yeah. not enough in some way or, you know, um, you, you can really damage their little self-esteem to go into because, I mean, man, especially like middle school, high school, it's all about, you know, how do I look? What am I wearing? You know, what all these things. And so. Well, and um, even in elementary school that they um, there are certain things that are happening out there that are cool that us parents do not know about. And so let your kids drive which notebook they might want to get and drive which tennis shoes they want to pick out. And if they're way outside their budget, then say these are within our price range. You pick the ones that you're going to feel good in. And that's one of the many ways that you were talking about earlier, letting our kids have self-control is going ahead and letting them make those choices right now as they're building their life and what they define as cool. And And what a way, you know, if you talk again, what do we talk about? It's all about relationship, right? If you're talking to that kid and you say, okay, uh, what do you, what kind of clothes do you want? And they say, well, you know what? I, I want, I want all these nice shirts and shoes and it's going to cost, you know, hundreds of dollars. You might say, okay, what's, I don't have, we don't have the money to do that. What's really important to you? Well, man, these red shoes, they are the bomb. I got to have those. I mean, I don't care if I wear t-shirts every day, but if I could have these red shoes and those are a hundred dollars. But the other ones I, I can do that. Okay, let's go get the shoes make for Make it you. happen. Let's make that happen. And, yeah. and, and if it's even, you know, if they've saved up money during the summer, hey, maybe you want to put some, you know, I can afford this. Would you like to share in it or whatever? So many creative ways. But you're, here's what you're doing. You're listening to them. You're helping them. You're empowering them for, to be confident to go into their school year. Right. So, you know, as we, as we kind of wrap up, what have we talked about? One be encouraging, be, you know, as you, with all the tasks that are there, try not to be that parent, husband or wife and husbands, you know what, don't put this all on your wives, you know, ask, you know, it'd be a great thing. She might let you help and she might not. But I mean, the kids would always rather go with dad to buy the things because Don didn't have a budget. He was like, sure, not a problem. Okay, you need, especially especially sporting things. Oh, Oh, you need a baseball and a glove and football pants and and cleats. And oh, you're not playing, you know, hockey, but let's get you a (laughs) new puck. We're not getting those, we're not getting those cheap pads. You know, we're going to get the best, you know, we're, we're going to. He's four, Don. (laughs) Exactly. That's so true. I mean. No, but that's a really good point i'm glad you brought that up is dads get involved i mean what does it take what does it look like for you to get involved too if you you might hate shopping which most men do i just have been blessed with one that doesn't hate shopping but what else can you do you know you can encourage your kid you can tell them before they go to bed every night you're gonna be a rock star in third grade you're gonna kill it you know your teacher's gonna you're gonna make the best friends you can for sure build them up because your words are so valuable to your child. Our, our, the, the man's words are so valuable. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, and even actions, you know, so make those, you know, somehow talk about it with your spouse. How are you going to stretch out those tasks that need to be done and be encouraging and make it not so stressful, but also just what are you going to do to interact with your kids and inspire them towards the next year? Hey, God, and what's my vision for my kid for this next year? Uh, we're going to talk about that probably in a podcast later, but in, in more depth, because I think it's super important. But, but right now, it's just maybe ask the question, God, what is the vision? And, and asking your kid, what do you want for this year? And um, 
being that positive force in their lives instead of filling them with, oh, man, it's going to be a tough year. You know, man, math's going to be hard. You better work. You know, you better do this. You better do that. I mean, I, I mean can you tell I've been there, done that? I mean, I've, I've just I, I've flipped that thinking in my head of. Well, and the way to do that is to flip that thinking even is to go back to when you were a kid. What do you do? You remember starting school? Do you remember those fears, those anxieties? Draw from those and think about what is it that you wanted and needed as a child as you headed into your first day of school. Yeah, and especially if they're doing a particular transitions, such as starting a new school or starting your first grade or starting middle school or whatever it is, um, find out what those things are and help your children through it as you go through the, um, also the tasks that have to be done. So so to okay. wrap up, we love August. <laughs> we <laughs> love the month of August. That's we right. love preparing our kids for their next step in this world. So go be crazy, parents. Go be crazy. CrazyCoolFamily.com.